You are now about to witness wrestling knowledge at its finest. Sideline Junkies proudly presents the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, the big guy, KG. They are the WrestleManiacs. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is Saturday night. And the Sideline Junkies proudly present to you the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. The big guy, KG. That be me. (laughs) (laughs) We are two of your WrestleManiacs. That is right. Another week has passed. Uh, a lot more scuttlebutt out there in the world, and we are here to streamline it into one solid hour of hot mess. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to put it. So we've even had some some hot mess start today, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump right into around the universe. And the first thing I want to congratulate is the WWE universe for once again collectively coming together to send a message up to the authority, a.k.a. Vince McMahon, to say that the Viking experience is the dumbest name out there and to bring back at least as much as we could get of the War Raiders and we got the Viking Raiders. So we had to get that compromise in there, but congrats to the collective voice of the WWE Universe. Here's the problem with that. Everybody was saying, well... They scrambled to change the name from War Raiders to Viking Experience mm-hmm. because Vince wasn't too fond of the word war. That was the the initial reports. But someone, can't remember who it was. Once I find out who it was, I got to give him credit for it. But they said it on Twitter. Michael Cole said he described uh, Ember Moon as the war goddess about 15 times during one of her matches. The next night. So that can't be it. She's the war goddess. She's the Shinom. War is not a problem. Why did you change their name? Maybe it was just too NXT-ish. <laughs> but it's what got, that's like saying you get the Young Bucks and you change their name. No, I mean, what I mean by too NXT-ish is, hey, Triple H, I got to knock you down a peg and remind you who's running things around here. Because people chanting NXT, ain't nobody chanting. WWE, ain't nobody chanting SmackDown Live, ain't nobody chanting Raw, Triple H come out, they chanting a whole different sub-brand, and I'm saying sub just because, you know, it's not the quote-unquote main roster or whatever, but it's still WWE. They're not chanting any of that, they chanting NXT for Triple H. So I think that may have been just a, hey, let me uh, let you know something. And then Trips was just quiet, and the WWE Universe spoke, and now he's like, hey, yeah, you know when you're gone, I'm running this right. (laughs) (laughs) Which is going to be interesting. So, again, congrats, congrats, congrats. Thank you for changing that. Now, if we can collectively come together again and make some other changes, maybe we'll have an even better brand experience as we get closer and closer to double or nothing, because May is right around the corner. (laughs) 
So that's first. Just wanted to put that out there. Now let's get into the other collective conversation piece, which could have backfired on a shareholder side because some people were a little freaked out. But on a fan side, it was heavily accepted as really good satire and uh, uh, an intelligently odd experience. And that being the Firefly Funhouse and the return of Bray Wyatt. I know you want to say something. I'll let you have it. The floor is yours. Oh, my goodness. I had to go back and watch it twice. But I, I walked in. It was it had just started. So I had to rewind it, watch it. Then I had to rewind it again. I got a Pee Wee's Playhouse vibe from it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's going to – everybody took to Twitter to say, you know, they didn't like it. But then they, once they watched and they caught on, uh, Bray Wyatt initially, <clears throat> as the head of the Wyatt family, was uh, uh off his rocker. Mm-hmm. But I, I think with this, he has popped a membrane, and everybody is going to love it. It is going to be so over because it, it, it it's not funny. It's dark, and it's making you think like, okay, what is next? But any controversy is going to create cash and that's controversy because you don't, know, <laughs> you don't know what's coming next you don't know mm-hmm. where they're going you don't know if they're going to put the Wyatt family back together as one half of the Wrestlemaniacs has suggested the people choice Don Rodriguez what? putting them back together and I would love to see them and the, 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 the broken hearties together. <laughs> Epic. But um, I, I just absolutely freaking loved it. I, it's, it wasn't what you expected. You expected to see him out in the sticks with a lantern. And he's calling the Fireflies home. But nah, this was something way on the other end of the spectrum. You didn't expect it. And if you've followed him on Twitter, even for the last six, eight months, <laughs> he's been saying a lot of cryptic things on Twitter that make you scratch. Mm-hmm. So absolutely loved it. Anybody that doesn't love it, I'm not going to bash you because you got your own opinion. Give it some time. I'm telling you, you'll understand all in due time. I agree. Now, the only things that I didn't agree with, well, one thing I didn't agree with, the other thing is uh, a comment. The doll, I thought, should have been a name Sister Abigail. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And that could, the doll could have housed the spirit of Sister Abigail. So that's why, you know, kind of like an Annabelle type of call-up. So that that's that. Well, and we didn't see the bunny. Because you got the bunny and the the, uh, the logo. The second thing that I hope is that it they find a way to translate that to the actual show. Because the vignettes are great, but when it's time for him to do his entrance, what is a treatment for that? To convey the same thing. You can't just have him come out, you know, and just walk out and the music's playing. 
we can't do the firefly thing. What treatment can you do to to really bring him out and keep that same feel? And that's going to be my only question on that. More than that, I loved it. I thought it was it was crazy. His facial expression was was, was spot on. Naturally, the only thing that did pop into my head was JoJo's baby daddy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was a little bit bitter for a moment. Then I had to digest it and be like, "Oh, that's Bray Wyatt. He's here," you know. <laughs> but yeah, I was bitter for a moment. And uh, other than that, man. I, I enjoyed it. So we'll see how it plays out because like I mentioned earlier, the, the shareholders or a couple of big wigs uh, that have a lot of stock didn't really like it because they thought it was really being a, a sadistic people could take it as a sadistic kid show and not as just something that they're doing as a character, but there was enough positive fan reaction to say, Hey, yeah, you may be a shareholder, but you want shares that are actually going to make you money. So this gimmick can sell shirts. It can sell figures. It can cross over to other things. We're going to run with it. And that's how that worked out. So speaking of running with it, had a little bit of a a Twitter situation, not really a situation, but a a thought process. Wait, 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 today. No, no, no. What, what? You know how you got uh, what what they call um, uh, in baseball you got Manny being Manny, the worm being the worm. This is a case of the people's choice being the people's choice. Hence, why I always say, give Don a chance. Go ahead. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. So, I'm a fan of Dana Brooke. Always have been. I've enjoyed watching her she's a phenomenal athlete but just want to see her get her opportunity and I know everybody calls it the quote-unquote glass ceiling but I call it the 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 plastic rooftop Becky Lynch busts through the plastic rooftop by creating a character through Twitter and social media and parlayed that into the man rocket ship that just that point just blew through that plastic Dana has that potential, but in my opinion, what is being portrayed just isn't resonating to the point that, I guess for lack of a better term, the the steel business phrase is not must-see to me. It's a throwback to the Attitude Era era of the Job Squad, because you know she's going to cut a promo, it's like, oh, yeah, and you know she's going to lose because she's booked up against... Becky Lynch, and they're leading up to a pay-per-view. Yeah, you're not beating the champ on the champ's run after she just cut a promo to go to the pay-per-view. That's not happening. So she twi- she tweeted out um, a message about how she's going to do her best and how she's going to will herself into the Money in the Bank match. Now, mind you, we'll talk about this a little bit later. There's been some potential leaked information that would be to the contrary of that. So that's one thing that is going against her is that, yeah, if this graphic is true, you're not in that picture. But the other side of coin is, okay, Dana, we've heard it. We would love to believe it, but let's be honest. 
you're saying this on Twitter, like, oh, man, you're pulling at the heartstrings. We're rooting for you. But at the same time, we know the reality is you're about to put somebody over that is going into the match. So what I thought was maybe the Dana that she's saying, you know, I'm going to give my best, I'm going to be my truest me. What if that's not what we need? What if we need a broken or split or woken Dana Brooke? And then from that thought process, it went to evolution of it, which led to my tweet of saying, what if you didn't win? But that was a catalyst to lead you to be split or broken. Hence, think Two-Face. And then wait, wait till I, you hear where I'm going with this. And I'm telling you, you're going to love it, KG. Um, not to put myself over, but I'm proud of this one. And from there, the next week, she starts not just running heel. Because Bray Wyatt, I'm not Bray Wyatt, um, KO is doing that. Or being heel is kind of like, the new pop these days, you know, you turn heel and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, you know, Sami Zayn's doing it and blaming the fans. No, none of that. She's going to turn heel, but she's going to do it in an OG way. And that OG way, the first thing I thought was two face. The second thing I thought was Roddy Piper all the way back when he was cutting promos against Mr. T and he painted himself half black. Then the next <laughs> evolution came. Imagine, and, and just close your eyes and picture this. Dana comes out. Half of her face is painted. Half, you know, she split down the middle. One half is one one, one outfit or, or color scheme, whatever. The other half is traditional, kind of like a two-face. But because you got that hard camera, she's cutting a promo from one side. So she'll come out and her left side is, you know, Dana Brooke all, you know, pretty and everything, well made up. And, you know, she's cutting a promo from that side. And, you know, or not even a hard camera, just from the uh, the, the mobile camera person catching that side. I think that'd be a little bit better because it's closer up. And she's talking about, I'm going to do my best. I'm coming out here. I'm going to get into the, the, the main event. I'm going to win. And does, I'm just determined because I'm going to be the best Dana I can be. And then she turns to her right, and then there is the contrary point of view. I don't have time to play around wondering if I'm going to be – I'm going to put myself in. I'm going to do what I need to do. If they come across, I'm going to hit them with a chair. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And then you got those two sides that are going back and forth. So if it's a backstage promo, you may cut a backstage promo, and she's laughing and giggling, talking to somebody, and then – when a camera comes from another point of view, you see the evil side or, or the, the means, whatever, you, whatever it's going to be dressed up as. And then that's how she's promoing. Which side do you get? Or do you get both? And she's able to just bounce back and forth between that. I think that character, in my opinion, I would want to see week over week because there's not, as I said in the tweet, uh, a strong character like a gold dust who unfortunately just lost um, in the women's division. You got Nikki Cross, who's Nikki Cross. She's just crazy, you know, crazy girl that screams a lot, but that's her thing. You've got Ember Moon, who comes out. She does her war scream, and, you know, but that's it. You don't get 
the 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 war goddess and empress you know thing it just doesn't you don't see it asuka you know the empress of tomorrow the only thing she's got is a a coat that eventually will be in style tomorrow but that's really about it there's nobody that is such how do you know that you're hitting that hot button that's when the people in the truck get that call from WWE brass and they're like, hold the door. He getting a little too close for comfort. So where did we leave off at? We we don't have a character, uh, oh, yeah. a heel character to carry. Yeah, that 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 is uh, or not even heel, just a, a unique character in the women's division that is just so so palpable. That you have no choice. And I'm not talking about Becky Lynch being Becky Two Belts and stuff. But that's fine. But it's just a unique character that is just so off the rails. Like a Bray Wyatt. Like we just got finished talking about both versions of Bray. You know, imagine a Two-Face style character that is cutting promos for two different people. And that's going to be the key. Kind of like the movie Split. Uh, which was done, you know, phenomenally. But two different people. If she can promo as two different people, that way she could be the Dana Brooke that we already are seeing, but then she could be a different version of Dana, you know. Then, man, I think that would be the the catalyst that would take her through the roof. Period. I agree. I, I like it. I'm not. I'm not gonna go on, go on a mess with you. I, I really like it. Because it's not something you expect, and you say gold dust laws. I mean, what, what, gold dust laws. What, what, what did I miss? Well, I mean, he's no longer under contract with WWE, well, yeah. so well, he's officially "quote unquote" all in. Yeah. So they've lost the gold dust character for so having you, that that level of of uniqueness. So that's a huge void right there on the men or female side, and nobody's filling it. And it doesn't, you don't, not the, the B.A. gold dust, you know, but same thing like with Undertaker. You don't have anybody that is on that level of mystique. Bray Wyatt was pretty close. Alistair Black, you can get there eventually, but that's just the entrance. But, you know, that feeling when, when you hear the gong, if it doesn't throw chills up your spine, you, you know, there's something wrong. And, and you know what it is. You know what you're watching, but it's just that mystique of it, you know, and I, I, that's what I think Dana could provide. And she's one of the few characters or people that I think could pull it off because she has that squeaky cleanish image. And I really want to do it. Natalia would be the other one, but it would be wasted on Natty because I don't think Natty can go to that dark place. If, if that makes sense. I mean, this is almost like uh one step removed from Heath Ledger commitment to being a joker you have to go to that dark place and like like what we see with mojo rollins cutting a promo and the and, and his reflection i don't mm-hmm. believe it he just yelled at himself but i would rather if they would have cut it and had himself yell back and have himself answer back through some editing then i'll be on it but just him yelling and saying stuff and yeah i just don't feel it but she could pull this off. I'm telling you, man. I'm hoping she sees the tweet. That's what I don't get before we go to commercial. You'll see on Twitter, they, they 
reply to somebody that's talking condescending, that's mean, that's ill-natured or whatever, and you see them having conversations back and forth with this person. But yet somebody's tweeting something, you know, of some substance, nothing. Maybe that's just me. Maybe they know that I'm not, you know, that Twitter, Instagram-ish guy that understands, the, I guess, maybe the proper way to go about things. But this is one of those times that Dana Brooke, you need to hopefully have seen this tweet because there was only 39 people that replied to it. So it's not like there's a lot of people. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll go ahead and slide this in. I mean, I don't know how to slide in the DMs. Uh, you know, I don't even know how to do that mess. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to go the old-fashioned route and tweet this thing. <laughs> but, man, I think that would break her through and get her to the next level of potential and then also build something. Oh, oh, I forgot one other part. Guess how we would curate. Okay, so, guess how we would curate. All right. So, yeah, here's how we would curate it. She would lose again and get bumped down to NXT, and that would be the breaking point. So then she would come in and start transitioning. She would only cut a promo, one in dark, one in light. So you wouldn't see the face makeup. You would just only see half the face because the other side is dark in the in the camera picture. I'm giving her the treatment and everything now. Well, so it would be in a, a closed room, kind of like traditional, you know, background, black background. You know, you're in a room and it's dark and all that stuff. But it will be lit so you could just see one half. And that's how she would be cutting the promo. And I'm going to show them. I'm going to be down at NXT now. I'm going to prove it. And then the next promo, not the same one, the next promo would be the other side. And you wouldn't see her face. You would just see her outfit, however they would like that. And then it would be the contrary. And then you would have those vignettes going back and forth. And that, that's where it would happen. And then through dominating angst, she would come back into the main event. Um, not stay down at NXT too long. But she would win an NXT championship and then show up on Monday Night Raw and attack the champ, but only, and this is where it's going to get interesting, only from a right side perspective. Huh. So the way they would film it initially would be like the evil one is doing the attacking and is in control. And then like, why would you do that? But they're coming from the left side. So the, the Dana Brooks side is like, uh, I don't want this. I'm so sorry. I didn't know what was going on. It wasn't me. I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean? So, you know, you got the two split personalities that are so different that, you know, as long as you don't lose a mind and, you know, go, uh, as they said, I don't want to call it the R word, but in Tropic Thunder, if you saw Tropic Thunder, you don't go full whatever. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, you don't go full, but you go almost there so that you don't lose yourself. But, man, I think that character would be dynamite. Dynamite. Like I said before, I love it. I mean, that's that's true character development. And the thing is, it could go over the course of months with the build up and then explode. And it should be so over that nobody should have a problem with it. Oh, because it's something well, let's go to the next part. New. I got another elevation. I mean, I gave her the, the promo treatment. Now let's go ahead and talk about the money. And here's where it's going to go down. 
here's what's really going to be crazy because she's going to do shop commercials for WWE shop for her t-shirt and she's only going to hold up the the white side of the shirt or the black side of the shirt and I'm just using white and black for coloring so people could get the picture but it could be red and blue or whatever so that way we don't have people be like why the black side got to be the evil side that's not what I'm saying I'm just thinking from just just general color opposites how would it be but for the, the clothing it would be two color opposites and the whole point of it being that way is that it's so unique and it's so different that you get mad at the fact that you don't know how to wash this half white half black shirt <laughs> think about that you just bought a shirt for 20 bucks that you don't know how to clean and that's the 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 inside awesome joke of it is that this character these two people that are one person have given you something that you don't know how to deal with and you paid money to see it and you paid money to own a piece of it. The action figure is one half this one half that I would have it to where the action figure would be a two parter. You would have the, it would come packaged together, but then also you would have the other halves that will come in that you could snap to make a whole one version or a whole nother version. Or you could just keep it one half and one half. So that's an action figure. That's a t-shirt. The hats will be half and a half. You would have socks will be one color and one color. Oh man, it would you could do you could run this the gambit on pretty much anything with the split color scheme. And again, it doesn't have to be black and white. We're not saying black is bad and you know devoid of color blah 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 and white is pure blah, blah. we're not talking all that tomfoolery I'm just giving examples of conceptually you know just for general thought process how it could be curated to be two separate polar opposite colors all right. well, now this time high winds got the truck rocking that wasn't, that wasn't the powers it be got the truck rocking knocked a few cables loose so that, that that that's what that 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 happened. It's gonna be a ride in the streets. I'm trying to drop some curated knowledge here, and they you see that that's a the, the corporate experience trying to keep the man down. <laughs> Even though Becky's not involved in this, but so I guess the right thing to do is go ahead and pay some bills so we can afford to keep the truck open and maybe afford some fortification. So that way the wind won't blow it too much. Yeah. I'm going to need that. <laughs> I think we, we've given it enough thought process there for Dana Brooke, hopefully to listen and be like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I could do that. I'm like, yeah, you can. I know you can. You're going to rock it. If not, just call me. I hope you work the rest through it. So we'll do that. And then when we come back from commercial break, we'll see if they are a little bit more lenient because we're going to jump into some conversations about, Mr. Sami Zayn and then they may get a little bit upset because we'll jump into the potentially leaked money in the bank men's and women's match so we'll, we'll jump out pay some bills come back and then it's on like neck bones sucker <laughs> <laughs> be right back All right, just like uh, 
bad piece of chicken. We're back. <laughs> Makes no sense. And neither does the current success of Mr. Uh, Scott Scott himself, Sami Zayn's meteoric rise out of nowhere on a return. And the unexpectedness of his heel turn in a unique way. And the past weeks he's been building it, but I think this week was his most unique promo opportunity yet. He, he played to the crowd, which was insane, and, and, and he had him in a, the palm of his hand. And then what he said and how he broke it down and, and leveled it. First, I'm going to ask you this question, and I'm going to give you my thought process on it uh, that jumped out at me. Do you think his promo this week was hot or not? I'm going to be quite honest with you. I'm going to say not. Really? Yeah, I, I just eh, – I didn't buy it. But that's just me. I, I guess I was in a different headspace and wasn't in my WrestleManiacs headspace. I wasn't in my my my, my relax and hear what he's saying. I was like, dude. Are you going to team back up with Kevin Owens and be best friends or not? What are you going to do? <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I, I said not. Okay. So here's what I got out of it. At first, I was like, okay, yeah, I know he's going to come in and lead into the fans, blah, blah, blah. But to hit me, his promo, even though he's the one that has the most influence in it, almost is like one foot of it is what, the, the 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 top brass and the execs are saying or thinking, not rightfully so. They shouldn't be thinking it. But if they were thinking it, you know, like it's your fault that they've got to go out and and, and work hard and, and and take these risks and do this stuff and and meander and pander. And then also, you could look at it like that's what the backstage conversation is. Man, I don't want to. I'm tired of jumping off of a, a cell or having to go through a table and a guardrail just to get a pop. Why can't I get a pop for just a standard wrestling match? You know? So I was like, it almost seemed like he was given the backstage feeling. And then I was like, I get it. He's saying that the, he's not saying, Oh, you fans suck. And that's it. Like a normal heel would. He's saying that you fans are the reason why I got to go out there or I was going out there and breaking my back and doing all this stuff. And I got injured trying to go over the top and do for you. But what are you doing for me? That's what I got of it. I don't know. Mate, watch it again and see how you get that feeling. But it made a little bit more sense to me in that concept. I'll, I'll go back and look at it and, you know, if I look at it, you know, when you look at it a second time, you pick up things that you miss. So l- let me let me try to go back and look at it, and then I'll be able to see yeah. the same. How about that? That's fair enough. We'll, we'll, we'll get a, a Twitter vibe from you. Okay. So now there's some leaks that uh, were passed through PW Insider today that kind of tie into the Dana Brooke thing. But uh, – their potential, it was a graphic image. Not sure how it got leaked, but if it's gotten to this level of conversation, 
it's at that level of conversation that there could be some validity from the leaking party. So here is the alleged, and we'll use that word because nothing's been confirmed naturally. They're going to do their qualifying matches like normal and stuff like that. And somebody maybe just picked, uh, which we'll see how this Alexa Bliss things out. That thing plays out. But here are the names that were shown in this graphic image that normally would lead into the video package. And this first name was pretty exciting. Hopefully we get another outfit out of it. But this first name is pretty exciting. And that being Tamina. The second name I was shocked with because this is where I'm like, well, it could be an old graphic and it, it's no longer valid, or it could be just a sub this person in and out, depending on what's going on. Because the second picture next to Tamina was of Sasha Banks. Then we had Natalia, which again, breaking through, I thought about at one point saying, why don't you team with Natty and be the new Heart Foundation? But Natty would be pay- playing Nightheart naturally. And uh, Dana would actually be the hitman role. So that gives her a chance to show her wrestling prowess. And Natty would be the strength. But then uh, Nick Stat once a two-face idea hit me. Naomi, who's due for another opportunity. Bailey, which would be interesting to see if Sasha is coming back for Money in the Bank, how those two will handle it especially since Sasha Banks is rumored to go to Raw if she returns. Carmella, your girl Ember Moon, and Sonya Deville. And before I let you go ahead and tell me what you think about all that, get well soon to my man's boo. I'm waiting for there to be a post update from her that I catch at the exact moment so that way I can tag you and her in a comment about it so that way she can like it and there you go and, and get you your in. I missed it, unfortunately, when she posted her update of just her legs all bandaged and strapped up by 200 comments already. So <laughs> it's like, well, she's never going to see it if I was to say something. But that, that that's the group, and so I'll leave it to you. Well, as far as Nia Jax goes, uh, speedy recovery. Can't wait to see you back, but, you know, take it slow. She says she's up and walking unassisted. Uh, Very little, but she's doing it. Um, Just wish I was there to just rub her toes and give her something to eat and things like that and fuss over her about getting up. And But anyway, 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 this whole women's money in the bank, you got to give it to Sasha Banks. If this is true, the give best, it to Sasha Banks. Give it to Sasha. Do you know what kind of uproar? Yeah. See, see, that's the thing, though. You give it to Sasha Banks, but how many times, when's the last time man or woman has won money in the bank and then went down the line before they had a chance to cash it in and lost it? Baron Corbin. How long ago was that? 
A year ago? It was? It was last year, wasn't it? I thought it was longer than a year ago. No, I think well, it was 2018 when he won Money in the Bank, cash it in, and lost. It was last year, I believe. Oh, Lord. I'm, I'm always positive on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was unsuccessful on that lovely piece of something special. No, 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 no. I don't mean – no, 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 no. I don't mean cash it in. No, I'm talking about before they cashed it in, they lost it to somebody else. Let's, oh, you mean uh, uh, the opportunity? Right, they lose the opportunity, not oh. the, the actual match, but losing the opportunity. You, 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 you got Sasha Banks winning. Everything's all good, all great. All of a sudden, you know, she gets called out, and let's throw it out there, Alexa Bliss, and mm-hmm. she says, you know, put your money in a bank briefcase on the line. And they put on an epic show. Uh, not even a fit. I'm talking 20 minute main event. Uh, two commercials. And it is absolutely awesome on the edge of the seat. And it's a clean finish. Alexa Bliss takes it, walks on up out of there. Who's going to complain? But- yeah, but the, that's doing the same thing allegedly to her. That happened at Mania. Okay, we give you this, and oh, we're taking it right back. But you had how long were they women's champ? They were women's champ I know. three months. I know. I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate. It was I think it was getting stale. It was time to lose. But that was them. That was them not making it something. You made it something leading up to it. You made it something big, bigger than itself. And then when you got it, even when they won it, their reactions wasn't. You know, I was expecting crying, and uh, it was just, man, like I would have given it to somebody else. Yeah, that would have had a better reaction. Like the and iconics, they, the iconics actually cried mm-hmm. when they won, and I felt that I was shocked that they won. Yeah, very shocked, but I felt it, and they're parlaying it into something, you know, with their promos and stuff, and it. The way they come out in the entrance. I mean, it was just, uh, I just was underwhelmed for the buildup. Yeah. But I would give it, I mean, let's be honest. Ember Moon would be an unexpected win. Naomi is due. We know Natalia's going to get passed over, but she's good for one more run somewhere. I don't think she should get passed over. I mean, I would love to see her come up and win it. Yeah. Hell, give it to Tamina. Well, she yeah, you got to keep Tamina's name out there because you know it's done right for at least the next six months with rehab and everything. I thought about putting Dana Brooke with Tamina as well. Ah, that was a that was another thought process there, but like nah, I don't, I don't. But I was the way I was thinking about doing it was the same thing that they did with Sheamus and Cesaro. Mm-hmm. With the matches back and forth, right, and then that's how they 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 built their understanding as a tag team. And but, you know. I, I misspoke. Uh, the Boston Hug Connection won the title at Elimination Chamber, which was February seventeenth. They lost at WrestleMania, which was April seventh. So it wasn't even a whole month. But how many tag teams have won at a pay per view on Sunday? And lost, and lost on, on Monday. Yeah, on Monday yeah. or Tuesday. And your reign says one day. I mean, you were lucky enough to have nearly a month. But, yes, them splitting up the Boston Hug connection 
it it it, it kind of hurt the chances for a repeat, but not really. I mean, you're a great singles competitor. They're not going to bury you as a singles competitor. Come on, man. And I don't know. Maybe because I'm not – I don't have that opportunity to do something like that, which is something I love. When I see people go and and, – and, 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 uh, what's the word? I'm Kind of phone it in because they're not getting their way. Right. I get I get upset about that because I'm like, you have the greatest opportunity. You're in that world. You know how many of us want to be in that world? Mm-hmm. Just to have the opportunity to sit around and, and, and learn the business and to laugh and joke on the road with people, but then to get in the ring and put on a show for the fans, that opportunity alone. I mean, geez, man. I, I ain't saying barrier, but you're a great singles competitor. Act like it. No, I, I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. That's, that's literally what I was talking about uh, last week, man. It's, it makes no sense. But yeah. I wouldn't I would give it to her. And, you know, all that came out, I tried to spin it. I tried to polish it. I tried to 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 have her and Bailey's back that the reports weren't true. I can't do it anymore because mm-hmm. everything's coming out. The more I, I I try to have their back, cover up, and like, no, it's not true. That's false news. Um, I'm sorry, fake news is what <laughs> what the, the the popular term is, and I love to use it myself. But I, that's fake news that never happened. These are coming from sources that weren't even backstage. This never happened. I can't do it anymore. If you're going to do this type of stuff, come on now. And, and there's no point in asking for your unconditional release because uh, <laughs> that's not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. I.e. Luke Harper. <laughs> well... It's going to be some controversy if it if how it goes down, but we'll have to see if that graphic on the women's side is true. But so we're gonna go. Well, I'm all, sorry, all on now. Now that I'm sitting here and I'm looking at it. I got it in in front of my face. Give it to Natty, because think about it like this: Natty, Becky. Come on now. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Natty trained Becky, correct? Natty trade just about everybody. Pretty much. <laughs> and Natty has put Becky over. See, see, you, you kind of, this is where, as sweet as a woman that she is, I mean, she is sweet. With Andre 3000 say, sweet as she want to be. I, I just love to lay in her hair. But this is where that mean streak comes in. She wears money in the bank and like, she goes on a serious win streak. I'm talking no help from Beth Phoenix. Like, it's so – she's so vicious in the ring that it surprises Beth Phoenix. And all Beth can do is, you know, if she's going to be around for long term, all she can do is stand back and clap and just be in her corner. But she just hits this mean streak where she's just kicking everybody's tail. And any comma, any and all comers, then all of a sudden – you know, Becky takes notice. Of course, she's Becky too, Belt. So she's coming for you regardless. But to show that 
she's not to be played with. Everybody, everybody that challenges Becky, like okay, we had uh, Alicia Fox lose to Becky. She goes and beats Alicia Fox even faster, and even worse. Everybody that Becky faces every week, she comes, she beats them, but she beats them worse and she beats them faster, just to show she's on Becky's tail. Like you're not better than me. I taught you everything you know. That's serious, man. That's serious. I said, it's, it's going to be heated on his women's side. We'll talk about the men's side after we come back from commercial break. And this is uh, really just a, a, a toss it up in the air and see what drops down, in my opinion, type of money in the bank. Because I, I don't know. It's also interesting that this one, um, uh, uh, you know, they don't have anybody like a Zack Ryder level or anything. It's like, man, you know, why not? Somebody else like that's where you could put Mojo in the money in the bank and really start his career and let him win the money in the bank um, or something like that. But we'll talk about that in a second after we come back from commercial break. Be right back. And we are back to burn it down. Halfway. Oh, halfway. (laughs) Yeah, I won't go all the way, mess around and mess the couch up. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, so we talked about the women's uh, alleged league money in the bank match competitors. Now let's go on to the testosterone side of things and talk about the men's. So here is the men's side of alleged leaked competitors. The first one, Senor Alistair Black man whose name I like to still say the long way, Andrade Cien Almas. Mr. Charlotte Flair. Yeah. <laughs> That's somebody else. May have to get punched in the mouth for that one. Um, <laughs> Cesaro, who is once again on a solo tour. First TJ, now Shamey. I'm sad, man. It's sad. What's going on? This was Superman always breaking up with somebody but then we also have the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre and his first major match against people of his own stature Lars Sullivan Rey Mysterio and a man who's getting all kind of sound effects in his entrance Ricochet. Hmm. So, Alistair Black, Andrade, Cesaro, Drew McIntyre, Lars, Ray, and El Ricochet. Who would you pick? Not saying this is your official pay-per-view pick, but... Right. If this is true, automatically, the only right pick, you can pick anybody you want, but the right pick has to be. Come on now, say the right name. Drew McIntyre. Yes. It has to be. Yes. What is he's been yes. kicking ass and taking names the past mm-hmm. not weeks, not days, but months. Yep. And it's, he's a strong, polarizing heel. Man. Have him walk out with the money in the bank. Can you imagine 
putting people on notice and he's just popping back and forth for like the first two weeks of after Money in the Bank, just showing up on Raw and SmackDown Live and just standing there with the briefcase during Kofi's match. During uh, whoever wins on the Raw side, because I don't think they're going to pull a belt off of Kofi. So we'll see what happens with Seth. But, um, you know, just standing there. Or it could be him versus Seth. Who knows? But, man, he needs it. It it wouldn't matter if it was him versus Kofi, him versus Seth. It wouldn't matter because it's going to be good either way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, hands down. Everything that has been built up the last – Jeez, has it been has it been a year? It's been almost a year, but everything has that has been built up. This is like the cresting. This him winning money in the bank would be the cresting, but the culmination would be him winning a world championship. It's no other way to do it. No other way to do it. I agree. I agree, man. That's why I'm so glad we saw eye to eye on that one because I was like, oh, man, he may say Rick could say Allison Black or something. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah, I mean, which there's nothing wrong with that. No, but it's but, too soon. Yeah, I agree. I expect Ricochet to just do phenomenal things on a level of a Jeff Hardy. I expect Alistair Black to black mask somebody off of a ladder. Andrade is going to do some strong lucha. Cesaro's going to swing somebody into a ladder. Rey Mysterio is going to do some slide under the rope and, and do something crazy. Lars is going to hit somebody, and then they just going to beat him with a ladder. But Drew, yep, I can see him holding that Money in the Bank briefcase as his entrance music is playing, his theme song is playing, and just holding that high, man. You hear those drums beating. I mean, it, that that would be a good ending to the show with uh, the men's being the, the main pay-per-view. So I'm, I'm so happy we're in agreement on that. But guess what we're getting in that match? And now this is true. Guess what we're getting? What's that? We're getting Andrade Cien Almos, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, and Aleister Black in one ring at the same time. Mm. And we now that right mm. there I would love to see that in a fatal four-way because mm. the, 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 the moves that could be hit. We already know what Andrade and Rey Mysterio can do together. Those two are absolute magic together. Like, I would love to see them just – if you gave me 20 minutes of them, it would never get old. But now you throwing in Ricochet, mm. Alistair Black. Oh, my God. Mm. And you're throwing I in Lattice. Yeah, I don't even – think on that level yet that the the crazy spots that could be done with those guys so yeah you're you're absolutely right on that man that that would be insane mm-hmm. oh i can't wait i cannot wait to find out but naturally we got to go through our money in the back qualifying matches you know you know how it goes yeah and you say cesaro's on a Singles tour, I mean, is something wrong with Sheamus? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Left what that I, note out. What uh, I miss he about has Sheamus? a concussion. He suffered a concussion uh, at the pay-per-view. 
Oh no. So he is out. I mean, he's he's doing well, but he's got to get cleared right. to be able to wrestle. So that's why they went ahead with the split and just sent him over, and we'll see what happens because it's a concussion at the level that they do need Sheamus to take some time off to get things back on track. So I don't know how many concussions he's had before, but uh, it's not a uber severity, but it's severe enough that they had to separate the bar on that level and then move forward and we'll see what happens. So yeah, play with concussions and that, and especially in this day and time, it's, of course, we've talked about it before. It's not like it used to be, you know, just shake the cobwebs out and get back in there. It's not like that anymore. We know the severity of taking a concussion. You know, every, for every concussion you take, that's a black spot on your brain. Mm-hmm. So, and as somebody that has had quite a few and kept playing, didn't know the severity, I don't know how it's going to affect me later on in life. I think it just made me a little bit crazier, but. I, I don't – that's not something that I personally play with, and I don't want to see anybody else play with it because the, the effects long-term of repeated concussions are nothing to play with. Yep. So. But get well soon, Seamus. Yeah. Take time. And since you got time, you could go ahead and give KG's wife a call and let her know that Daniel Bryan's earth-friendly – championship belt is now at the WWE shop zone. I seen that earlier today. I was ri- I was actually riding in the car. I wasn't driving for a change. So I was riding and I seen that and I just got really, really happy. I was like, I wonder. I wonder. And I just kind of looked over at her. She was in her own world, so I didn't say anything. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might try. I don't I don't know. I, I might try to get that one. Notice I'm just silent. I just wanted to see how how deep you're going to commit into this. <laughs> I'm just quiet. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And speaking of seeing what happens, we saw a sight to behold that wasn't sure. Because remember, I, I had a gripe about how this young gentleman came back and he was so happy-go-lucky and, and chill and and – show hosting and and pancake eating and now Owens fight showed his colors once again on SmackDown live attacking Kofi with a kick out of nowhere and Xavier got him a little something 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 too and I was happy like, all right, KO. I see the end game now. Avengers pun meant, but uh, I'm happy that Kevin Owens has reemerged as Kevin Owens. I I, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't uh, happy about it. What? I, don't eat my pancakes and then kick me. This must be the disagreeing episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, the only reason why I wasn't happy about it because I, I I like to see, especially Kofi. Come on now, I I would I think I would agree with it a little bit more if it was anybody else because when Kofi was getting screwed over, 
he was the one, even though he signed the contract to face Daniel Bryan, he was the one that told Kofi, I don't feel this is right. You stood up for Kofi, but then you turn around, you know, after you eat his pancakes, you, you know, you kick him. Like, Think you, about you, it. Did, you did that because Big E wasn't there. Who if Big you, E was healthy, it's a game of who would you rather? Who could I beat Daniel Bryan and Rowan? Or can I take out Kofi and possibly get the New Day banned from ringside? So I think that was just a calculated, you know, lesser to two evils. So he figured he can just go ahead and take Kofi out and then become champion. So Kofi would be the easier win. But see, that's the thing, though. I mean, that's the consensus. You would think Kofi's the easy win. But the rub would be Kofi showing the resilience that got Kofi Mania started. And that would be first title defense, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kofi keeps and retains. On to the next one. We'll see, because we're also waiting to find out what the status is of Daniel Bryan and his serious but not serious injury. Uh-oh. Are you, you giving me uh <laughs> you you giving me news that I don't know. I've I've been in draft mode the last four days, so please forgive me. Don't I forgive what, you. What injuries are we talking about here? There has been no specification to say exactly what it is. They said it's not serious on the level of what ended his career the first time, but it is Which serious. Uh, well, yeah, some, some head trauma. Um, but it is serious enough to warrant time off. His time off is looking to be longer than Seamus's time off. Mm. Which means he's got time to be in Hawaii filming uh, possibly an episode of Total Divas, which is where they are now. Um, or maybe a little bit more Bella action. So we'll see how that's going. But yeah, it, it's some injury paloozas going on right now in the WWE. But hopefully everybody gets well. I'd still like for somebody to create a mat- adamantium skeleton and give it to Paige so that way she can come back because I'm still not happy with her team. I would rather her. And her be the tag team champions, uh-huh. <laughs> but you know we, we have to do what we have to do. Speaking of which, I, I, I remember we now. This is something we've talked about for quite some time. Now the women's division is big enough to do this. What's that? Add another belt, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking. Okay, you have the women's tag team title. Okay, you have uh, the women's. SmackDown and Raw Championship. So you need two more belts. And then you need another tag team championship for the women of the other show. Whichever show, you got two championships. Why not have a a North American singles title and a women's television title? That would be your equivalent to the U.S. and the Intercontinental Championship on the women's side. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it would mean something, and but it would have to follow the structure that the Intercontinental title once meant. It meant you were next up for the main event. You, you were next up. You were next in line for title shots. It's not, you know, you have Susie No Name who just came in and did two weeks of NXT and all of a sudden she has a title shot, her debut on Raw. When you've been here six months as the champion and you haven't got title shot the first. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep saying the same thing. I, I feel like I'm being real repetitive, and I'm just nagging. But that's because we're begging for them to do this. Please do this. I, we got the women's tag team titles, which I, I don't know who you called to get that, but you got it. You brought that up, and it happened. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I, I think the women deserve more. You have them going after one belt per show. Mm-hmm. And that I don't think that's fair. That's like a few years back, you didn't have enough belts for the men. Yep. Everybody was competing for two belts. Then you added more. Then at one point in time, you had more belts than you had wrestlers. <laughs> and then you didn't see half the belts on TV. I remember the light heavyweight title didn't get defended. You kind of sort of brung the cruiserweight title back with the 205 Live Championship because that's nothing but a cruiserweight title. Right. But I think that, you know, those guys on 205 Live, you know you're defending your title there. I think sometimes, just sometimes, SmackDown and Raw, just you need a little filler. Bring them up and defend that title on, on, on TV so everybody can see why you need to buy the WWE Network, nine ninety nine a month. little free promo there <laughs> we'll pay you for it <laughs> maybe but i mean that's just my thought oh, no. i don't know i like i said you preach it to the choir i thoroughly agree absolutely because we need to bounce if that was the case then daniel brooke would would even be promoting that type of thought process of i can hope i get the money in the bank ladder match on um, Twitter, she'd be like, "I'm the the IC Women's Champion" or something like that. I'm next they, in line, you know those type of things. You have more opportunities for everybody. They, I mean, you could even do that. The but no, you can with the the have the women, Tamina, Nia Jax, even Ember Moon. I think Ember Moon could beat Finn Balor. Oh, are you going there? Intergender? Yeah. I mean, it's already there. I mean, who was the first woman in uh, Intercontinental Champion? China. Mm-hmm. No other woman has competed. And he, China has even competed for the WWF Championship before. It's never happened again. I mean, granted, they didn't have, they had the the Women's Championship. And, you know, once she won that, it wasn't nobody that was going to beat her. But I mean, you got to give them something. I just don't feel it's enough out there for the ladies. Yep. But that—that's just me. I I just—I really feel like that's just everybody. 
that's just literally everybody. And it, it that's the next thing that needs to change. But, you know, we go little by little, step by step, I guess, baby step after baby step until we get what we want. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll take I'll take that. Uh, if I got to just keep doing it and waiting, baby steps, baby steps. Okay. So, man, I called it the, the power hour. We did uh, throw a lot of power in this hour, didn't we? Yeah, it was so much power. The lights were flickering. So Heck Yeah, we, we surged the place. The, the people in the truck got mad. We, we spoke some, some forbidden truth on the WWE side of things. Uh, from the, the corporate office standpoint, I mean, yeah, we, we 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 hit on all cylinders. You came through with a epic and and just just need to happen concept for Dana Brooke. Yes, and I swear I'm going to tag her in this. Uh, it's all love, but damn it, woman gives. Give Don a chance. I'm telling you, you're not going to steal your own. And I'm, I don't need to get paid for this. Still give him a chance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he Pays doesn't make anything. Uh, well, yeah. But if he doesn't make anything, I get 10% of that nothing. So <laughs> Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. <laughs> but, you know, man. So I guess to go ahead and let the peoples know where they can hear us on there. Phones, tablets, and computers. And you know what? I'm prepared tonight. So it's no stuttering. Uh oh. No stopping. I'm going to run them all down to you. Let's of just course. Say you can hear us right here. Anchor FM, Sideline Junkies. Please favorite it. Applaud the episode. Hey, you can even send us your feedback. But also, 12 platforms. No excuse why you shouldn't be listening to the Sideline Junkies. Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Podchaser, and Podbean. Of course, social media, on Twitter and Instagram, Sideline Junkies. On Facebook, Sideline Junkies, Colon Podcast. Still thinking about changing that to just Sideline Junkies. Hey, we own the domain. Let's go ahead and do it. Email. Sideline Junkies 247 at gmail.com and don't forget sidelinejunkies.com. We haven't updated in a few days, so tonight will be the night of the update. And then also, you got count them four shows a week. Unless something big happens, you got the Sunday Rise, named by the People's Choice Don Rodriguez himself. Thank you for that. That's what I do. The Tuesday, yeah, indeed, you do. You got the Tuesday night flight with myself. Uh, we got the boss BJ on, uh, Delonte, Junie, and Jim when he can stop in. And the Thursday night throwdown with the same lineup. I mean, then off course, right here on Saturday, the Saturday night WrestleManiacs with the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, myself, the big guy KG. We also have Chris Cloud. And also, the voices, the voiceless. Can't forget them. K-Bro. I mean, it's no excuse. We got a, a roster of characters and, and, and just all-around knowledge. I think if we sat in a room, the room would probably catch on fire with everything that we know. We know probably everything in the world. 
except how to win a lottery. Exactly. <laughs> the one thing we need. Exactly. The one thing. Like, man, you can't figure these numbers out. Nope. Oh well. Let's just go and do a podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well. All right. Tomorrow. Uh, most definitely, because I, 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 I gotta, I gotta get the guy. It's not gonna be early. It's gonna be late. We're gonna do it. So I gotta get with the guys and figure out what time. But we will be in there for the Sunday rise. It won't be early again. But we got a lot of draft talk to talk about. Um, I want to hear what the guys got to say about their grades for their respective teams. Free agents that were signed. I mean, it's a lot to go in on there. Uh, of course, we got Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live on Monday and Tuesday. We still got NBA playoffs. We still got NHL playoffs. Too bad about the Caps. I was hurt about that. But such is life. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. <sighs> I shared a little tea. I'm not going to lie. I was hoping for that repeat, but uh, I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm in a good headspace, so I'm not going to put myself down there. I'm going to finish here with the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. I'm going to go see uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. And uh, for all of those that have seen it, and didn't spoil it. God bless you. You are so awesome. You are true fans. For those of you that did see it and chose to go on social media and spoil it, there's a special place in hell for you. I just wanted to let that be known. I'm sorry. I, I was a little upset because I, I, I'm, you know, I'm people saying, "Oh, I'm not going to spoil it because that's what we do." And then, you know, okay. Then somebody says, "Oh, this I had to scroll past, but I, I made sure I memorized the name." So after I see it. If I find out what you said was true, I'm going to knock on your door. So, well, after that, man, all I can say is we out like after uh, a Thanos snap. <laughs> we are the WrestleManiacs presented by the Sideline Junkies. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.